Club C47. I'm Sally Dar Griffin. And I'm Andrew Van Houston. And today we are drinking some Josh Rose mm -hmm. and some hot dogs and crescent rolls, aka just a little bit bigger pigs in a blanket with yeah. barbecue sauce. So, good. so good. a little disclaimer today we're recording on my laptop. I forgot my mic. <laughs> and Michael hasn't given Andrew back his mic. So, Michael, if you're listening, Come it's on. Back the mic, just not the cord for it. Oh, right. Um, so, yeah. It's okay, though. I'm not mad at you. I'm not salty. I think it'll sound fine, honestly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But we're excited for this week's episode. Mm -hmm. We're just going to chill, debrief, talk about our day, talk yeah. about a few fun things. We have a little game for you that we'll play somewhere in the middle. Yeah. Last week's episode was, like, really long, so this one is, like, back to status quo. Mm -hmm. Be kind of good. Um, so, how was your day? You want to tell us about your day? My day's been okay. Yeah. Um. Actually, today was the first day in a long time I decided to take a break for myself. I was <laughs> in that mood where I was, I'm about to do my own film shoot this weekend. And I just was like, no, I need some time to myself. Not think about anything. Not yeah. think about the film I'm doing. Not thinking about classmates. No offense to y'all. Not think about my friends. Just have time to myself. And so I went to the movies by myself. Mm -hmm. which is the move and I've never done it and I think about doing it all the time and I just never do I, I've done it a few times and it's very nice especially if you want to it's a good way of escapism as mm -hmm. what movies should be and so and I even sat in the front row well not the front row but the front section mm -hmm. because then I really didn't see anyone I was I felt alone in the theater which is beautiful and so I saw the film Parasite uh, which did really well at Con Festival it's done well in general uh, it's incredible. I would totally recommend seeing it. I really don't want to talk about it because I remember thinking how I didn't want to be spoiled. And so I don't want to give out any hints or give any Yeah, little... Andrew, I asked him. I was like, I haven't even seen a trailer. So I asked him. I was like, oh, can you just tell me like the premise? And he's like, no, I can't tell you. And I was like, okay, well, what did you know before you saw it? So I yeah. guess if you say anything, he told me kind of the idea of it. But... Yeah, but I just don't want to tell you all because I think you should go into this blind if you haven't already. And you should go see it and just feel free to text me if you want to. I'm not giving you my number. <laughs> but if you know me, you can just talk to me about what you think. Because I do think it's one of those movies that will make you think. And it will have an interesting impact. And I definitely think it's one of the better movies of the decade. So here's the question. Is it like in the same vein as something like Get Out? Because you told me it's not like a thriller and it's not horror. But it's not it, horror. It's is not it horror. Like, is it like something where it finally clicks and you're like, oh shit. Um, maybe. Okay. You'll have to watch and find out. But Okay. <laughs> I'll just have to go fucking watch it. I mean, do, do expect the unexpected. Expect some fun. Some of it's funny. Some of it's really serious. And then parts will leave your mouth dropped. The best way to play it. I don't want to talk about it no more. But Did you get any snacks? Yeah, I got popcorn. Nice. I got popcorn. <laughs> and yeah, I like going to the movies by yourself. By yourself sometimes. Because, like I said, it's just a good way to get away from people. The last time I did is I saw A Star is Born. <laughs> That's the last time. Oh my god. And so okay. that was also probably not a good time because that movie That was also, like a year ago. Yeah, it was a year ago. It also requires like you to maybe talk about it afterwards with someone else because it is if you haven't seen it, it's a lot that goes down. I definitely was crying by myself for a long time. Mm -hmm. so we're like, okay, I guess I won't be crying with anyone, I'll be crying by myself. Were you in Texas or mm -hmm. where were you? You in Texas? I was in Texas. Um actually no. That wasn't the last movie I saw by myself. It was the last black man in San Francisco. Never saw and it. I saw it at the same movie theater where I saw Parasite because I was in LA. Mm. I wanted to go see it. It's 824. Um, wasn't the biggest fan of it. 
personally, but I did go see it by myself. I also sat in the front row. I, I was in the front row when I go by myself, I guess. Oh my god, so wild. I would never. Okay, wait, did you see, speaking of A24, did you see the thing I retweeted? Where it was like someone, so A24 like tweeted um, like kind of like a mood board of like all of these people like hanging out of car windows and someone retweeted oh. it and was like, can someone tell of these A24 actors to stop hanging out of cars? <laughs> funny because it's all these like coming of age like young people like feeling the wind in their hair and it's like get the fuck back in the car but also i haven't seen it but have you seen hereditary okay mm-hmm. so it's kind of scary i don't want to see but it but there's a girl who hangs outside of a car and i don't want to say what happens but i'm never gonna see it think of a horror film when it, maybe this girl hangs out of a car and then that's like, why people shouldn't hang out of cars <laughs> no i'm never i don't want to see hereditary i'm sorry <laughs> neither do i Really, not really. I mean, Tony Collette gave a good performance, but Um, other than that. But so the movie was good. You enjoyed taking some time for yourself. Yeah. Good. And it's not that I like, I like going to movies with other people. We Mm -hmm. went and saw It together. Yeah. It was a fun group. Yeah. We all knew the movie wasn't going to be great. Yeah. So it was fine. And it was the beginning of the year. Like we wanted to like hang out. But if I saw that parasite with that group of people, I don't know if I would have felt the same. Yeah. Way. Um... And yeah, what? and I think if I saw it alone, I probably would have hated it even more. You know, yeah. like there are certain movies that are better to see with other people because mm. you, yeah, I don't know. There's pros and cons to both. It depends but, on the group of people and your state of mind. Like if you need time for yourself or like that. That was the, that was the best part was just getting time for myself and yeah. being able to get away. I haven't been to the movies. I still haven't seen Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I still haven't seen Jojo mm-hmm. Rabbit. I still haven't seen The Lighthouse. I want to see Jojo Rabbit. The Farewell. We should go see Jojo Rabbit together. Yeah, okay. okay. So maybe we'll do that next week. Um, um, No, I have actually never seen a movie by myself and I, well, one, obviously because I'm into like movies and TV and so, and I'm also the kind of person, okay, sorry, I'm like backtracking. Well, you've seen a movie by yourself but you haven't gone to the movie theaters. Correct. I haven't gone to the movie theaters what, by myself. Let's clear up. Yeah, I should have Most people that. haven't but um. Uh, I was always the person in undergrad and you can concur or disagree. There are people in undergrad that were always like, oh, I never want to go to the dining hall alone. Like I never want to sit alone. I was the person where that was my favorite thing to do. Like I don't care if I'm sitting alone anywhere. Like I would go to a restaurant and sit alone. It doesn't bother me. At a restaurant, it feels a little different. At a dining hall, I was always in and out. Yeah. Like I'm the kind of person I don't care. I will do anything alone. I mean, I'm definitely more of an extrovert and I need to be around other people, but I'm also very... I don't get nervous. I don't get scared to do things alone. So, like, going to the movies alone is, like, totally something that would be, like, up my alley. But I just never have for some reason. I don't know. I always think about it. And I just... Instead, I just stay at home. I don't know. So, I definitely need to do it. Because I... It is so something that I would do. But, um... Yeah, I just never can bring myself to do it because I'm like, oh, I can just watch something alone at home. Mm-hmm. But no, I need to like get out and go do something. Yeah. Alone. Well, I, I think since we're used to being alone or having being independent, it's easier for us to go to the movies. But mm-hmm. going back to the dining hall reference, I knew people who had to go with people. Yeah, and I like never understood. That. I never understood why. And I mean, good for y'all. You guys are social. You guys have friends. In my first year of undergrad, I was I would always ask people, they would say no, and I'm like, fuck it, I'll just go by myself because I always went by I myself. I had to eat. I had to eat. <laughs> yeah. It's not like I wasn't gonna go. I wasn't gonna go starve or anything. Yeah, and you could also just like take your time. You didn't have to like wait or like mm-hmm. I don't know. Or if you had to go really quick, sometimes I would just rush out of there. Mm-hmm. If it was like between a class or something, mm-hmm. just goodbye. Let's go. Yeah. Um. Uh, so that was my day basically. Good. Went to class, but just 
it was a form of self-care, I would say, as the next yeah. few weeks will be very rough. I mean, yes. two weeks is Thanksgiving from today, two weeks. Mm-hmm. Thank God. I can't wait. I can't wait. I just got my flights home. I am actually flying. So, I'm from Chattanooga, Tennessee. So, there's this saying in Chattanooga, there's a very small airport there. But, basically, if you want to go anywhere, you have to go through Atlanta. Like, Chattanooga Airport only goes to, like, four cities. Mm. Um, so basically if you want to go anywhere but those four cities, you have to go to Atlanta to connect to anywhere else in the world. And so there's a saying, like, if you like want to go to heaven or hell, you have to go through Atlanta first. It was like a joke. Mm. So, but instead, so going there, my sister just moved to Atlanta. So I bought my flights and I'm on the way there. I'm taking a red eye from here to Atlanta, which I've only done a red eye like one time, but I like low key kind of liked it. That's on Tuesday, that Tuesday night, right? You leave Tuesday. Yeah. Um, Because I have class on Tuesday. So I'm taking a red eye from here to Atlanta. And then my sister just moved there. So I'm going to be getting there at like 5.30 a.m. And then Mm -hmm. like going to her apartment. And then she's going to leave for work. And so then I'll just like be in her apartment. And I'll probably like either sleep or like I'll go explore on my own. And then she'll get off of work. And then we'll drive to Chattanooga. So it's going to be a very long, exhausting day. But I'm very excited. And then it'll be Thanksgiving. And then I'm going to actually fly out of Chattanooga and then come back here instead of like driving to Atlanta and coming back here. Anyways, these are all details, but basically I'm excited. I bought my flights and I get to see my sister's new apartment and like go to Atlanta, which is very fun. I'm excited to go to Texas. Yeah. Not sure what I'm doing yet. Um, there, but we'll probably have fun. Our whole family's going to be there. Mm-hmm. But that'd be really nice. So I'm excited about that. Yeah, I'm excited. Thanksgiving's my favorite holiday. So you do. it is. Okay. I always love it. I feel like it's very interesting to know what people's hol- favorite holidays are. Because I do think it tends to be Christmas, Thanksgiving, or Halloween. They all come together. Yeah. Which is really but nice. But it, it, I feel like it does tell a lot. Of, because Amelia, my one of my friends from undergrad, her favorite holiday is Halloween. Which makes sense for her because she does production design. And so she's very into like decorating and like costumes, like all of that kind of stuff. So like it, it says a lot about her, you know. Whereas like me, I don't know, like Thanksgiving, I feel like it's like very neat because I'm very particular about like what kind of food there is. And then people that are like into Christmas are definitely more in like, probably less cynical. <laughs> I don't know. You like Christmas like presents. <laughs> yeah, or that. Well, I like, well, I like Christmas because I like to give presents. I, I'm always, like I, I, I always, am, I always try to be creative with the Christmas gifts. Yeah. I feel like, I, I just love giving gifts. I think it's fun. Yeah. And also just the Christmas spirit. The lights, yeah. the festivities. Yeah, all that I actually looked at our calendar. We start school like back at like the thirteenth. The thirteenth, right? yeah. We have a very long break because yeah. I was talking to my mom about flights for that, and I was like, "Wow, I'm gonna be home for a while." But then I was thinking, when we come back, it's gonna be like we haven't seen each other in forever. I know, and we'll have to do more. We'll probably take a break on podcast then. Well, we probably well, we'll will. See. We can do a, like a, a little Skype podcast. That'd be kind of fun. Mm-hmm. I know. I'll be, like, crying because I won't be seeing you every day. It actually might be, like, very, very interesting. So I can be, like, okay, like, I'm sitting here. It's snowing. Is it snowing where you are? Hopefully. <laughs> I hope so. It doesn't really snow in Tennessee. But it actually snowed. I saw a lot There's of There's been a lot of, like, snowstorms going on yeah, around the area. I don't think it really snowed in Chattanooga. I think it was more, like, a frosty vibe. Not really snow. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think in, like... Like Kentucky or like maybe northern Tennessee it did. Yeah, I've definitely <laughs> um yeah. I've definitely heard that school's been canceled in a lot of areas because there's no even Texas got a little bit of snow. Mm. They have like little little blizzards. They really don't make Okay, it here's a question. Does 
North Texas tend to get, because I, and this might be like the most stupid question ever, but does North Texas get snow normally? I've never, I've only seen it like snow, but it never sticks. Okay. But does Oklahoma get snow? I think so. Okay. Gotcha. I think so. Gotcha. Okay. Texas like, like shuts down if it gets an inch of snow that sticks. Yes. Never been in that That's situation. That's the same with Chattanooga. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because people don't know how to drive. Right. But see, I have like beef with this because I remember, so fun fact, I went to boarding school in Connecticut and so like they're used to snow. But so the reason why people in Tennessee, like when it snows and it sticks, people don't know how to cope. One, because yeah, we're not used to it. But two, there's no salt trucks. So like there's no salt on the road because no one's equipped for that. And three, where I live is like very mountainy. So like coming down the mountains and like going to school because like the mountains are the suburbs. So it's like if you're coming down the mountain, there's no salt trucks and the snow is sticking and you're not used to it. It's like mm-hmm. all these combos and it's like yeah, they're gonna cancel school. Yeah. 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 Wow, miss those days. I miss cold weather. I'm excited I know. for cold weather. It's been cold here, like at nighttime though. I'm always. I know, but about. I wish it was cold during the day. Like there's nothing better than like when it's cold and the sun is shining. And like, you get to wear sweatshirts and feel comfortable. Sun shining and it's cold weather is like uh, ultimate. Ultimate. Goals. Chef's kiss. <laughs> um, what, what else is Well, there? we haven't talked about your day. We haven't talked about Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, we were getting on a tangent. My day was actually very uneventful. Um, so I don't have class on Thursdays. On Thursdays, I normally go to my internship. Um, but my internship coordinator emailed me yesterday and was like, hey, you don't have to come in because, like, we don't. Basically, I normally sit in, like, the conference room area. Um, but sometimes they like rent it out to other people. So he emailed me and he's like, Hey, we don't have the conference room. So I was like, okay, cool. I'll just like work remotely. Cause it doesn't matter either, either way if I like work there, or work at home. Um, so I just stayed at home. Um, and my, so basically for my internship, I just do script coverage, which can be like screenplays, like written and like script format. Or sometimes I get like a full on book. So today he emailed me a 400-page book. So that's going to be like my Friday and my weekend is reading that book. Um, but yeah, today was basically just like a do-nothing day. I mean, I got the book, but he didn't send it to me until later. So I didn't really get far into it. Um, yeah, my day was really a relaxing day, which is nice because I feel like I've been go, go, go for the past like three weeks. Um, Talk about last night. Oh, last night. Last night. Yeah. Um, so... I have class on Wednesday night from like four until 10 p.m. Um, so for my later class, which is my intro to screenwriting class, um, Mike Daly, who is my professor, he um, invited invited this guy for my section and another section, who is the creator of Daybreak, which is a new show on Netflix. Um, very good. Um, and so we basically watched the pilot for it all together, like a screening. And then the creator was there. His name is Aaron. I forget his last name right now, but his name's Aaron. And after we watched the episode, we had like a panel. So like Mike kind of interviewed them and in- interviewed him. And then we had like a Q and a section. Um, but yeah, that was my nice. night last night. Um, it's a really good show. I highly recommend basically the premise of it is, teenagers um post-apocalyptic setting so it's like i don't there's like an explosion and all the adults die and then all the teenagers are left around and it's set in glendale and so it's like the kind of the concept of like high school never ends so like even post-apocalypse clicks will still happen and so it's all of these like high schoolers trying to navigate 
the apocalypse and there's still kind of cliques being formed and like how do you navigate that and then the main character is trying to find like the love of his life named Sam Dean and like trying to find her and he doesn't know where she is so it's really sweet and like it's kind of the first episode at least um is kind of told in the in the way that Ferris Bueller's Day Off is told where he's like kind of talking to the camera the whole time um and I haven't seen any of the other episodes, but the creator was talking about it. And, like, every episode is kind of told from a different POV. Ooh. Um, and the POV is different depending on the character. So it's, like, the way that the main character, which is played by um, Colin Ford, who responded to my Instagram post, you know. So I might date him. Soon. No big deal. No big deal. But um, he – so, like, the, the way that – that that character's POV is told is, like, different than, you know, another character's POV is. So, like, some people are just voiceover or, like, some people is, like, it's just subtitle. So, it's, like, depending on, like, what the character is, it's told differently, which is, like, kind of cool. Um, but, yeah, I haven't watched any of the other episodes. And then episode eight. Okay, sorry. I'm, like, battling now because I haven't even seen these episodes, but I'm excited to watch them because I'm going to watch them all. But episode eight, supposedly, is... All about it's a bo- the bottle episode, so it's told in one room, um, which a lot of shows do to like cut costs and like cut um, shooting time because it's like just in one room, mm-hmm. so there's no company moves, like the fees are cut down. Any- anyways, so um, the eighth episode is supposedly it's the main character Colin Ford and the girl he's been looking for. Spoiler alert: Sam Dean. It's like it's the story of how they have sex for the first time. Because, which is very interesting, and I'm excited to watch okay. it. Yeah, I know. When he told us that, he was like, sorry, spoiler alert, but I'm going to tell you guys. But it, it's, it's, I'm excited to watch it because he, the way he was saying is, like, if you've stuck with us through episode eight, then, like, the, the way – basically, you just have to watch the show. But it's, like, the way it's told is, like, very, like, go, go, go. Like, it's, like, a lot of sensory overload. And then apparently once you get to episode eight, it's, like, very calm and it's a bottle episode, and it's, like, a two-person play, like, told in one room, and it's, like, all of the awkwardness and, like, everything, like, awkwardness and, like, I, I don't know, like, kind of charm that comes with comes that together. moment. It all comes I don't know, but if, anyways. It's quirky. I'm not doing it justice, but the creator was, like, he was amazing, and, he, like, he was, like, he's been in the industry for, like, 25 years, like, very eloquently, like, I don't know. He was just great. I loved him. Um, but yeah, that's that. That's cool. That was my night last night. It just made me, it's so nice to like hear people, especially someone that, this is the first show he's ever created. And like, it's like been shown, like he's like shot shows that like never were like bought or took off. And this is the first show that he made that like is like out there for the public to see. And um, I don't know. That's it was just incredible. so nice to see him like be so excited and like explain what his vision was and like how it came to fruition. And it was just very inspiring and nice. And I don't know. It just made the show mean so much more after he was like, this is why I did it this way. You have that personal connection. Yeah. He personal was like, touch. Yeah. And he seemed really excited about his work. Yeah. And people were like, oh, why'd you do this? And he was like, oh, well, this is why. And like, this is why it means so much to me. And we're like, oh, shit. Okay. Wow. So I don't That's know. So it, nice. was, it was great. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. That's really that's really cool. I think you have like we always talk about how excited you have to be about your own work. Mm-hmm. You need to be able to support what you do. I've had we've had a lot of guest speakers in our five hundred class, and this week we had three speakers come in who were alumni, mm-hmm. and they were talking about how basically they've been freelancing ever since. And so 
that's been nice to hear that people are getting work out there. All three of them are trying to move out of the freelance world, but also it does take some time. They've only been out of school for about five years. Yeah, and you, freelance scares me. <laughs> it scares me too. But you, you, this guy, 20 years until something. So it takes a lot of time is what we're starting to learn. And so now I'm scared about like I know, that's how long it's going to take during the During the thing um, when he was like, oh, I've been in the, cause he was a, he was a assistant to a producer, a producer's assistant for 10 years. And me and Natasha, we were sitting next to each other and she was like, oh my God, 10 years. And I was like, yeah. And then he was at the, and we were like doing the math and we were like, okay, well, he's definitely been working for like 25 to 30 years. And then Natasha was like, I'm 25. And I was like, okay, well, you're going to be 50 when you make your first show. <laughs> I was like, shit. So we were like, how old do we think he is? We were like trying to guess his age. Um, but basically I think he's been in the business since he was like 20. Yeah. Was, like, people... he, he was definitely younger than my parents. My dad's turning 60 this year, so I was like, okay, he might be in his 50s, but I don't think he's 55. But like, you look at a lot of directors and filmmakers, and a lot of them are old. Yeah. So yeah. So I guess I'll wait till we're older. And then you think about the people that are really, really young that have like created their own show, and, and you're like, how, like, how the fuck did you do that? I know. Yeah. That's, that's, that's so, the intense part. So. I'm, I'm like, how, how do you do this to yourself? But you know, that's, we'll see. We'll get there eventually. One day. <laughs> One day or another. Wait, so here's a question. Sorry. <laughs> Mouth is full. Um, if you could pick only to work in television or film, which one would you pick? I feel like we've had this conversation before. Have we? Because I just don't know because your program isn't one or the other necessarily. Yeah, it's film and TV production technically. Yeah. I would say film. Yeah. Um, I would have guessed that for you too. But I think more it's easier to get a, a job from television right mm-hmm. away. If that's what you want to do with our post-production professor, she's been telling a lot of us that if we want, if we want to do a career in editing, we have to choose between a rea- reality television mm. track or a film track. And two di- very different vibes. Two very different vibes. <laughs> but if you work your way up the reality track and you want to go into film, you have to start back at the bottom. Is what mm. she said. Oh yeah. Because so the, the editing is completely different. It's unscripted reality TV compared to like an actual television show or yeah. like fiction where it's um. Yeah, well, the, I feel like, I don't think, I mean, I don't know every prod student, but I haven't met anyone that's, like, as into reality TV as, like, I am. <laughs> um, I like reality TV. Yeah, but there's no one that's, like, gung-ho for, like, yes, I'm working in, oh, in yeah. reality TV. No, so I don't feel like, like anyone would. Yeah, but I wouldn't be surprised if I saw myself working in television or reality TV yeah. in a few years. Oh, my God, yeah, I totally work for Andy Cohen. Andy, if you're listening. <laughs> or if it was, like, Survivor. I'd yeah. Go, I'd go work in Survivor, go travel, and... Yeah. See what this like. I'd rather be on the show, Survivor. Were you a big Survivor stan? Yeah, I was. But, like, reality TV, you look at a lot of TCU alumni uh-huh. who have been on reality TV shows. Mm-hmm. Uh, most of them come from a journalism background, and they're oh, undergrad. And, of course, I graduated with a journalism background at TCU. Yeah. And so, I don't know, The Bachelor, Olivia Caridi? I don't know. I mean, I probably recognize her face. She's The Bachelor. She's the one who's known for, like, having her mouth wide open Mm -hmm. and, that like, that one meme for a while. I feel like I'd have to see a picture. I gave Um, up on The Bachelor. She's, like, like, a really good... She's a really good friend with my professor. Mm -hmm. And so, she is a TCU alumni who was on. And then there's another guy who was on a show called Stranded with a Million Dollars. And then there was someone on Survivor. There's two people on Survivor. Uh, can TCU journalism and, all and film, but I guess that makes sense though because it's like you're into like TV and like like mm-hmm. production. Like I guess it makes sense. It makes sense, but yeah. also like 
most of them come from Texas, the typical Texas, like Texas they like to have Yeah, they like to have that like typecast. Oh, they definitely typecast yeah. on any television show. Yeah, any television show, for sure. That's fine, but... Um, I'm trying to think what else is new. Well, I think we should we should. You want to play the game? Should we play the game? Oh, God. Okay, okay. I'm nervous. So Do you want to explain it? Okay, like, so we're going to play One Must Go. Mm-hmm. And so Sally, Dari, and I created three different random versions of One Must Go. And we are going, we'll, we'll take we'll turns. We'll go back and forth. Yeah, and so, and then we're going to pick one to go and we'll see where it goes. Okay, do you want to go first or do you want me to? I can go first. Okay, you yeah. go. Okay, so they're completely random things. <laughs> okay, I'm nervous. Completely random. <laughs> okay. Okay, so alcohol. Okay. Timothy Chalamet mm-hmm. or coffee. Oh my god, Timothy Chalamet. Timothy Chalamet must Sorry, go. I have to kill him off. Why would you get rid of Timothy Chalamet? Because I don't go one day without coffee, and I don't, I would, you know, you can have fun without drinking, but I just, I can't picture my life without another glass of alcohol. Oh, I would get rid of coffee. Really? I mean, I don't need coffee. I have coffee every day, and I have alcohol every week, honestly. No, <laughs> I don't know, and I'm not like the, I love, I like Timothy Chalamet, but I'm not like the obsessed stan, you know? Okay. Sorry, Timothy. Yeah, how how dare you? Um, I hate to take a life, but I have shame, to. But he's such a good actor. Yeah, but he's already had like a full career. Like he can die with his name remembered. Sorry, <laughs> I need to stop. I'm sorry. I'm Timothy Chalamet has to go. I hate to say it. Okay, my turn. Okay, you ready? Yeah. Panda Express. Oh. <laughs> Donuts. <laughs> okay. Or Secret Hitler, which is a board game, card game that Andrew loves. Wow, you're hitting me hard, but I would go with donuts. Really? No, ooh, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. Um, donuts. Secret okay. Hitler is so much fun. Okay, I thought you were going to get rid of Secret Hitler. No, no. Interesting. No. You get Secret rid of donuts. a good right. bonding game. Huh. Okay. okay, your turn. My turn. TikTok. I knew this was going to be one of them. Carbs. Oh, fuck. Okay, okay. Keep going. Airplanes. Oh, my God. Okay, well, if you get rid of airplanes, then I can't go abroad. You can't go anywhere. Well, you could go You could go places, but you're stuck on this. Yeah. You have to, unless you go on a boat. Yeah, and that's triggering. Um, <laughs> I think, uh-huh. honestly, you're going to be shocked, but I think I have to get rid of TikTok. Me too. Yeah. Me too. I always yeah. see how far you go for TikTok. Yeah. No, I would not go that far for TikTok because there's always YouTube and also like, you know, life is a thing and like, you know, social media is not everything. Yeah. So yeah, I'd get rid of TikTok. Sorry, okay. TikTok. That's fine. Yeah. Okay. My turn. Okay. So this is the one where I couldn't decide which one I wanted to pick for one of the options, but we'll see which one I pick. Okay. So board games in general, every board game, every card game, every kind of game like that. Wow. Not including video games, just board games, card okay. games. Okay. Ice cubes in your drink. You can never have an ice cube again. Okay. Or napkins. You can never use a napkin. Ice cubes in a drink. You get rid of ice cubes. Yeah. That is so fucked. I, I never, I used to <laughs> never, I used to never use ice cubes. Oh my God. So you just never have a. Oh I God. like, you, sometimes with water, I'd be like, nah, I don't Do you really, cubes. do you really. I, I also chew on ice cubes a lot. So it's already a That's bad what I thought, habit. I don't think you know this about me, but I am very obsessed with ice. Like, I'm very obsessed with it. That's interesting. And I don't feel like you've been around me enough in, like, a living situation to know this about me. But, like, I am 
I am like my family like knows me for this. Like I am very particular about ice cubes. Interesting. So picturing going without it is crazy. Okay. Anyways, wow, wild. Okay, next. Okay, Olive Garden. Okay. Facebook Messenger. Okay. The entire cast of Shrek Two. <laughs> Wait, I don't even know who's in the entire cast of Shrek Two. I'm sorry. Like Mike Eddie Myers, Murphy. Cameron Diaz. Okay, yeah, I'm not Where our this. friend Sophie, her uncle dated Cameron Diaz. Oh, yeah, yeah, I forgot that. I didn't know that. Don't yeah, me. she told us that. Um, I, she did not. Yeah, she did. Oh, she, well, maybe. I I definitely heard that before. I didn't hear that till recently. So, okay, no, she told me. I don't remember when I heard it, but I knew that. Um, I would definitely. What was the first one again? Olive Garden. Yeah, I'd get rid of Olive Garden. I haven't been there in years, so like, and I can also get pasta from anywhere else. Facebook Messenger. But like, I just I haven't been to Olive Garden forever, so and I definitely have used Facebook Messenger in the past week. Well, I'm not getting rid of the entire cast of Shark too because that's a masterpiece. Yeah. Olive Garden. Also pretty good. I will I will fight for Olive Garden on certain days. I just feel like I could replace it with something else. Facebook Messenger, I feel like you can just text. True, or like but slide like, into Instagram DMs. True. Like you could, but I, I think Snapchat logically groups. I just get rid of Olive Garden. Sorry. Interesting. Okay. Okay, my last one is Okay. This is like a film one. Are you ready? Yeah. Okay, so coming of age movies in general. Like every coming wow, of age movie. Wow, you're so broad in all of yeah, these. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so coming of like, age movies, you can never see one again. Okay. Mo- going to the movie theater. So movie theaters are extinct. Okay. You can only watch them at home. Or services like Netflix, Amazon. Like you're only stuck to like cable and like you can like record live TV, but you're stuck to like the cable like the networks like abc nbc and you can watch them on demand and stuff but like you don't have netflix yeah right it's hard i think i would do going to the movie theaters only because you could easily create your own movie theater at home Mm -hmm. if you like have the right supplies and were able to manage it Mm -hmm. coming of age movies are incredible i would never get rid of them yeah the streaming services also, I, I, it's hard because there's so much content out there you could watch and it's easier to access it too nowadays mm-hmm. where I, w- I wish Blockbuster was fun. If Blockbuster was still around, maybe I would change my mind, but mm-hmm. it's not. Yeah. So what you, what, what would, would you pick? I think I'd get rid of like streaming services like Netflix and stuff. I think I would because really? I think that like they would find another way to infiltrate. I, I, true, but look at all the television shows you watch. You would never be able to binge them if you didn't I don't have know. a I just service. know I wouldn't get rid of coming of... I wouldn't get a, you, rid you of an entire genre and I wouldn't get a, rid of movie theaters. I know, so, I like, love movie I theaters have to pick the so much. Yeah. But there's other ways you can work around like a movie theater. I know, but I feel like once you get rid of movie theaters, it's like it just films in general become a <sighs> totally different experience. That was a hard one. Damn. Yeah, I know. I can't believe... What, what, okay, so let's, let's, like, a streaming service if you had HBO, Amazon, and Netflix, which one would you get rid of? Uh, that's hard because I think a lot of HBO shows, like, when I watch them, they definitely, like, hit harder, but, like, Netflix has such a wide variety. See, I think, yeah. Do you want something that, like, you are very obsessed with, like, one show on HBO, or do you want... Just like a plethora of things to pick from. I think HBO has better show content. Mm-hmm. I think Netflix has a better range of movies. Well, someone actually said this the other day. Whereas like HBO, like when you see a show that's an HBO show, like you can automatically be like, oh, this is probably on HBO. 
Whereas, like, if you see a show, like, that's a Netflix show, it could be anything that's, like, similar to HGTV or similar to an HBO show. Or it could be more similar to, like, a sitcom that you would see on, like, like, Netflix acts has a wider range of things. Mm-hmm. And HBO is, like, very specific. So it's, like, do you want, like, a specific thing or but do you I want feel, a range? But look at all the content that we watch on HBO that's so good. I think I'd honestly pick HBO over Netflix. I pick HBO over Netflix. So. Because most of my favorite shows have been like HBO shows. Yeah. What if yeah. you added Disney Plus? I feel like that could go. No, yeah, I'd get rid of Disney Plus. We don't even know Disney Plus because it just came. It came out this week. Yeah. For anyone who's listening. Andrew's and, mom bought it. Some yeah, password. my mom um, got it. I think because we were talking about how our aunt has been so generous with giving us Netflix. We decided we would take care of Disney Plus and our family for them. Do you have the Apple? TV? I don't have Apple TV, but I know there's a lot of shows recently that have been coming out. I know. I want to see what's it called? Morning the Morning Show. Show. That's what I want to see. There's been a few other things going on. I know The Mandalorian is the new show on Disney Plus. Mm-hmm. The Star Wars thing. I, I keep forgetting the new Star Wars movie is coming out very soon. I'm, I've never been a big Star Wars person. I haven't until recently, but I don't know if I'm excited for this new one. I think we've talked about that a little bit. I um, I want to see... um. Haley Steinfeld has that show called Dickinson on Apple. I want to see that. Oh, I haven't heard of that one. I just like Haley Steinfeld. Like, I'm not, like, a huge stan, but there's, like, something about her that I feel like if I met her out one night, like, I feel like I'd be her friend. Yeah. I don't feel like <laughs> Apple TV is going to do well. No, but, okay, so we should honestly have Tiffany on the podcast because Tiffany, like, knows a lot about, like, just, like, the industry and, like, where it's going. Like, she has very good thoughts on it. She gives, she calls them her soapboxes, but she always, like, delivers, like, one or two soapboxes whenever we have class. And the reason that Apple TV is not going to go anywhere is because, like, you think about it, like, they have, and I'm not going to do it justice, but it's, like, like, Apple is, like, an, a company that has, like, full control of everything. Like, they have the technology and now they're, like, making the content and that they yeah. can, they put that content on the technology that they own and they're also advertising their own. Like, it's, like, an all-encompassing thing. So, it's like basically they have this like weird monopoly on it. She needs to come in and explain it, but I don't think it's gonna go anywhere. No, because like they're not I think they're Netflix, never gonna lose money. Netflix will buy off the shows. Of of, of Apple. I, I, I that's my guess. But that might be their goal and like then they won. Like hey, yeah. Netflix buys the Maybe maybe that maybe that's it. I don't know. I just I think feel that the shows will get bought off if they do well. I don't think they have been doing so hot on Rotten Tomatoes. I think they range is. from fifty to eighty percent. Right. But see, the thing is, is that it's like they have all these like big name stars because they can afford it. And like, yeah. even if it's doing badly, like people are Even Damien Chazelle is supposed to do one. I don't even know if that's come out yet. He's the director of La La Land and Whiplash. Mm-hmm. He's supposed to have something come out on Apple TV. There's a lot of big names on it, but I don't know how far it's going to go. The only one that really yeah. we've heard of is The Morning Show because it has Jennifer Aniston, yeah. who's been really popular lately, especially on Instagram and social media. She's been going up. And then Reese Witherspoon, who's always been iconic yeah. since day one. The way I see it, like they're no matter what they make, though, like they're never going to lose money. Like. Oh, they won't. That's ma- why they will never lose money. Regardless, like it doesn't matter either way. Like if their shows are like considered, and they're and they're paying those actors, those big time actors. Yeah. So they're hoping it skyrockets, but I don't think it's the end of the world. I think there it it's gonna they're gonna break even no matter like what. Yeah. I think is how it is. I, I, I'm curious to see how the whole industry works because over the past few years we've seen so much go on and so many drastic changes mm-hmm. in the industry. So you have Apple TV, which has been trying to get a rise and then you've had disney creating disney plus the fox merger 
creating all that, like getting all that new content together, and now it's gonna be right off. And then Nickelodeon apparently has just signed a deal with Netflix. Oh, really? Yeah, the day after. So yesterday is <gasps> what, what I've read on Twitter. I What's the deal like? I don't know what the deal is, but I'm guessing they're partnering, and either Nickelodeon shows are gonna go on Netflix, or Netflix is gonna sponsor oh, some of their content. Interesting. Yeah, it's a big media conglomeracy right now. And I'm really curious to see where it's going. Well, what's going to happen, this is what Tiffany says, and it's obvious, they're all just going to be repackaged into one deal where you can access them all, and that's known as cable. Yeah. Like, that's been done before. It's just like an endless cycle, you know? Yeah, it's, they're trying to find ways to do it, and now they're, gonna, they're all going to come together into one thing. Yeah, which is cable. Yeah, and I wonder <laughs> how, much, how much is that going to cost? I don't know. Because inflation and money and I have everything. no clue. But look at Disney Plus. My mom even told me today, she's like, if you guys have Hulu accounts, you, you should really delete that because... Does Disney have stuff that's on Because Disney Plus is part... They have a Hulu, ESPN, Disney Plus package. Oh. And that's what my mom got because I think that it's like $13.99 a month or something like that. Yeah. And that's so much easier they're all right together and then you're competing against HBO and competing against Netflix and Amazon Prime. I think those are your four major yeah. competition at this point. And so HBO, I feel like, can do fine on its own for now. Yeah. But Netflix is obviously biggest competition because Netflix has obviously been the most marketable one, the one with the most content. I think Netflix is like the goat, like the if people, if people. Most people have Netflix. I don't even have HBO because I used to have it for free at college campuses, which was yeah. a good marketing strategy on their part, but mm-hmm. I don't have it anymore. And therefore I am drawn to Netflix because that's what I have. Yeah. You know, um, this is like a very like wider conversation, but someone actually said this too in respect to what I was saying about like Netflix has like shows that are more similar to HGTV or like reality or you know drama or sitcom. Like they have a wide range of things. Someone and this is the guy that was doing the he's the creator of Daybreak. He was saying that show is on Netflix. He was saying at Netflix there's like over ten people, like ten to twenty people that can approve a show and like give you the green light to like make a show. Whereas at HBO, there's one person. And that's why HBO is like all, you can see a show at HBO and it's like very similar. Um, like you can like tell it's made at HBO. Whereas like Netflix, like you might not know. And I think Amazon is more similar to Netflix, but yeah. that's Am- not really related. But I just thought it was an interesting thing. Like, yeah, I, I, I think Amazon has been doing really well too. I mean, Honey Boy, we saw was Amazon Studios. I, yeah, they, I think Amazon's becoming more and more. Amazon like, is becoming more and more. You look at the, the race though with like Oscar contenders and what's being noticed. Obviously with the Oscars, Netflix is going to be more recognizable. And then with television, it's HBO. But mm-hmm. Amazon Prime... And Amazon Video Studios is a good underdog to kind of balance it out. It has a diff- it's a fresh yeah content variety. I'm curious when it does come to the Oscar race, like which studios will rise above the rest because you're looking at a lot of films right now that have been are releasing theaters like The Irishman, and then that's going to go on Netflix in about three weeks or so. But that's it's in theaters right now. Right. That's the thing too is that I think Netflix tends to buy a lot of shows that were. <laughs> first aired or shown somewhere else where I don't think like Amazon has and maybe I I don't have any information but there's certain shows that like have been labeled Netflix originals I'm trying to think we talked about this in class but there are certain shows that people like think are like oh like this is a Netflix show and it's like Netflix bought it but it actually originally aired on like this (coughs) certain thing and then Netflix just bought it and like made it a Netflix original well the best example is you 
with uh, Pat Hadley, yeah, 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 yeah. which was on Lifetime. The other yes. better example is Riverdale. But mm-hmm. Riverdale, Netflix didn't buy Riverdale. It just it usually just releases on Netflix uh-huh. at the same time, but people think it's a Netflix show. Yeah. It's not a Netflix show. It's a CW show. Right, and I don't think Amazon really does that as much. And maybe they do. Maybe they have, but yeah. like I don't. But I don't really watch a lot of Amazon television shows. The only one I can think of is Marvelous Miss Maisel. That's which... the difference. The only time I watch a show on Amazon is if someone is like, "Hey, go watch the specific show." Whereas like Netflix, I definitely browse the shows more. I don't mm-hmm. browse shows on Amazon. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I get I get what you mean. Yeah, Definitely. it's weird. It's weird. It's a weird industry. And also, sorry, one more thought. No, please. Like, because Apple um, TV just started. And, like, Disney Plus, I think, like, is going to be, like, a more nostalgic thing in general. But Apple TV is definitely, like, new content. I wonder where Apple TV is going to be in, like, three years. Like, will it be more like Netflix, where it's a wide variety of stuff? Or will it be more like Amazon, where it's, like, you go watch it if it's someone tells you to go watch the specific thing? Or will it be more like HBO where it has like a very specific vibe to it? I don't even know if I'll be here. If I'm being I don't honest, know. I'm being honest. I don't know if they, they might just move on to something better. What would they do? They would focus more on their... What they should be focusing on is like their technology. I See, the thing is I don't think it'll go anywhere because they can afford to do whatever they want to do. Like I think Apple... Apple, will, Apple has like billions and trillions I think of if Apple, whatever they want to do, like they'll do it. Yeah. They'll probably like start coming into homes and creating like refrigerators and dishwashers honestly they have one i wish that they would oh my god a refrigerator love it an apple refrigerator could you even imagine yeah honestly i'm shocked that they haven't done that yet yeah i can see them doing that <laughs> technology i don't want to we don't need an episode of black mirror though i feel yeah. but see also lg that like they have they make phones and they make dishwashers too so like why doesn't apple make dishwashers yeah i didn't even really think about that yeah that's a scary thought that um, i would buy it <laughs> I don't know. Anyways, I don't know how this conversation got this to this been, point. This has been a good conversation because I yeah. think it relates to our industries and where we want to go with filmmaking and um, television, especially. Yeah, no, because you always have to be thinking about. Um, you have to be one step ahead. Yeah. That's the biggest thing. And because that's like the big thing now because no one knows where television is going because like network TV is definitely dying. Because like, name one show that you watch that airs one time a week. Couldn't tell you. Like, SNL, but, like, that's it. Yeah. There's no show I watch, but, like, I wait for it to come on, like, Tuesday night at 7. Unless it's, like, Real House. I mean, Survivor, all the reality shows. I, reality shows, but no, like, name a show on, like, ABC. I think, I think, I think there are some shows that take, um, once a week. I can't think of them, though. Exactly. Because I'm not on cable anymore. I'm more on But that's on because our generation, this is other thing, like, maybe our parents do or our grandparents do, but, like, we don't. Like well, that. I mean, like, currently, they probably wouldn't be able to answer, unless they said, I Love Lucy or Seinfeld or even Friends. Like, those came on once a week, but not anymore. A lot of shows are because we're so the, used to binging. Right. And that's the scary part. Like, when we are 50 years old, what is television going to look like? Yeah. Like, I think I think the, the Mandalorian, that show, is being released week by week. Interesting. Um, and that's also Riverdale is week by week. There's some that are week by week, but also Riverdale, they released their whole seasons that like seasons one and two at once and everyone binge those because uh-huh. not a lot of people watch them mm-hmm. and that's how they how they think like oh you can binge these so quickly and then catch up to week by week game of thrones euphoria i mean there are shows that go that but are, i get but i get your point yeah i get your point i'm talking so. about but also like those shows that are released week by week they come on netflix or hbo i'm talking about shows that are like 
ABC or like Freeform oh, or like those where it's like they are not on Netflix, they're not on HBO. Like you have to like record it on your DVR uh, or tune in. Live. Those, yeah, those aren't. Mm, they won't be around, like those, if, unless they're reality TV shows, basically. Yeah, reality TV will I feel like or House Hunters or Food Network, or, right? But like the ones going. that are like like an, a show on ABC that comes on yeah, Tuesday nights once a week. Like where are those going to be? Yeah, because I don't watch them, so like why would I want them around? But I also think it's weird to think that those things won't be happening. And I'm only watching shows that I can binge at this point because I know I'll be able to watch something afterwards. Or if it's a show that does happen week to week on a streaming service, at least I could like not have to watch it at the moment. Yeah, that's like synonymous. I don't like have your to record DVR. it. I don't have to record it because I don't yeah. have recording. Uh, Big Little Lies is a good example. Like, yeah. I didn't watch them all, like, every week. I, like, saved the last three episodes for the end, and I just yeah. binged them all together. And that's the nice thing about television is, like, you don't have to, like, wait. I mean, if you want to go on Twitter, you might as well watch it ASAP or else you're going to get spoiled. But I can wait a little while and then knock out four at once, yeah. knock out five at once. And this brings up another – we need to have Tiffany on this show, and I doubt Tiffany is listening to this episode. But Tiffany talks about, like, where the industry is going, but she also talks about, like, the idea of, like – binging versus like having that entire week to wait for a show to come and like kind of the nostalgia with that like if you think about when you were younger and like you watched a show where it happened once a week and you'd have that entire week to like sit with that cliffhanger and like talk to your friends like oh like what's gonna happen next week like you're just thinking about it and like that changes one like kind of the community that's which I think this was present with like Game of Thrones where like people would talk about it from week to week. Yeah. Which is like a great culture like to form behind oh, a absolutely. show. I'm like thinking of, I'm thinking of a lot of shows so like Gossip Girl I'm sure it was the same right? way. Right. Like people would talk about it for an entire week which who's is the, who awesome. Who was Gossip Girl the whole time. Right. And that's like a great community to like build behind a show like you have that kind of like thing to it. But it also changes the way you write a TV show because if you're writing a show that you're binging it's kind of like the seamless thing because you only have like five seconds until you close out. Whereas yeah. if you're writing a show that airs once a week, you kind of have to end it on a cliffhanger to convince them to come back the next week. Mm -hmm. So it's not only changing the viewer experience, it's changing the writer's room experience. I, I which totally is an interesting idea. Yeah. I totally believe that. I'm interested to see how... So The Crown, I don't know if you know that show. Yeah. That's coming out in two weeks. And I, they're changing the characters and they, stuff. They're changing the, the characters. Yeah. And I'm curious how they're going to write it because they're releasing all those episodes out at once. I don't uh -huh. know if you knew that. Yeah. And I can definitely see that as one. And Stranger Things too. It's a lot It's mm -hmm. a lot of Netflix shows that release them all at once. Um, Daybreak, yeah. did they release them all at once? Yes. And so therefore you have... You need the cliffhanger though to have people give them a reason to watch. Mm -hmm. But it would also be nice to have that like big gap to think about what did you just watch? What did you just witness? Yeah. And like how can you process it? But so many shows nowadays, like they have the cliffhanger. And so I'm curious, I bet The Crown will have it too as much as all these other shows. It's like that one little tiny thing that makes you keep on watching. But imagine if we were living in the era 2001 or 2002 or, or 2005 where you watched TV shows and you had the break. Like those cliffhangers, they would they be as big or would they have more closure at the end of each one? No, I think they they have more cliffhangers, like to keep you coming back the next week. You think so? Yeah. I think sometimes they would have closure though, depending on the episode. Like, no, because why would you come back next week? You have you would have a little bit of hit, but you wouldn't have like as big as a cliffhanger sometimes. I think you would have closure so you feel okay about the episode but also it, it leaves you with a little tiny bit of wanting more where i feel like episodes nowadays leave you with a lot of wanting. oh my god i totally disagree okay <laughs> I do. maybe i think i think when it was like more week to week i think that they have to leave you on a cliffhanger so it's like oh uh -huh. you're talking about it for an entire week with your friends and like 
you wait to come back. Whereas like Netflix, it is more like a seamless thing where it's like an eight hour long movie. Yeah, but then does it really, do you think the writers won't change that much? Yeah, I think so. I think that they feel less obligation to make the viewer come back because like it is the seamless thing. But I feel like you have to have a reason to keep up binging. Wait, they have to have a reason to what? Like the viewer has to have a reason to keep up binging because if you're going to well, watch I mean, a like show they're always, or two, but that's just like you have to have good writing. But I, I think you don't have to have that as much because it's just like a seamless thing. Like, because this is the other thing. Like when you, if you talk about an episode with your friend, like you talked about like Daybreak or if you talked about like the crown with your friends, if I was like, hey, do you remember that one moment with this like one thing happening? the chances of you remembering exactly which episode it was is like, you wouldn't know as much because like, it is a more seamless thing. Whereas like, if you're watching a show, like when it was gossip girl and it was week to week, like you could be like, Oh, I remember that exact episode. It was like this in this one episode, but like Netflix is so seamless. Like you can't distinguish between episodes. And so like, they don't need, that's my opinion. No, no, I I, know. I like it, but I also disagree in the fact that, you watch a show like Stranger Things where I felt there was a cliffhanger at the end of each episode. And there probably is to an extent, but I also could not distinguish the episodes to you. Like, I couldn't tell you. Like, you can, like, tell specific, like, because if you watch, what's a good example? So Game of Thrones, which is the week, the week, you always knew what the cliffhanger was. Where mm-hmm. if you, like, watch Stranger Things, you wouldn't necessarily know what the cliffhanger was. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I, I, I see your point in that. I do think that streaming services, a lot of them that release it at once, they do have a cliffhanger at the end of each episode. I think they do But I do agree that, like, week to week, they have bigger cliffhangers. Sometimes I feel like they do have closure, though. I feel like Gossip Girl never really, from the episodes I've watched, I haven't watched all of them, I'll make Mm -hmm. that disclaimer right now, but I never always felt like there was a huge cliffhanger at the end of them. Um, Probably can't think of other shows. Riverdale, I feel like, from like the five episodes I watched, you always had, you always got something at the end of the episode and maybe was left with a little hint of more, mm-hmm. but I feel that streaming services, you're always left with more. You not necessarily don't get what you want until the end of the whole season. Interesting. Well, agree to disagree. Yeah. But regardless, I do think, regardless of however they're writing it, like I, it does change the mindset of the writer's room to be like, hey, like we are writing this, you know, to be yeah. in a seamless like binging scenario or if it's week to week but you have you have to you have to yeah you always have to write to your viewers and what algorithms or what people are going to want yeah especially if you're writing something that's like on netflix like because if you're finishing an episode then you would expect it to like pick up from the same place whereas if it's week to week if it's like it ends in a coffee shop like it could pick up like at a mall you know and it doesn't feel like you know what i mean so like that changes too like like glee is a good example Mm -hmm. glee would never pick up where it left it would always be in a random, True. random spot. Right. Yeah. Um, there's, there's every show is different. Obviously, we know that, and I think you're right though that we're now living in an era. I guess you could call it, it a decade, a time where people writers have to be cautious of what they do, where they pick things up, where they leave them behind. Is how do you, how do you write something and make it good? So I'm curious what the crown is going to be like because I yeah. feel. Because it's so historical, how much cliffhangers are they going to leave behind? How much are they just going to smooth? Well, also, everything? is this the um? Because I I watched The Crown. I didn't finish. I think I don't remember. I've I've never actually. I've only watched you bits haven't. and pieces. I think I've ended on the. I have. I'm not up to date. It's a new cast. I know that. But yes, it is a new cast. But I don't know if this is the time in The Crown. I don't know if it's going to be this generation or the next one where they like introduce. I think if this 
the new cast that they introduce, it's going to end with Princess Diana coming in. I think, I think so too. Yeah, I think so. And too. it'll be interesting to see how they handle that, and when if if they continue after that, how they handle Princess Diana's death, which will be an interesting. They'll thing. have some interesting cliffhangers. Yeah, because there. I mean that's controversial in itself. Yeah, um, I mean television is just crazy. The Crown is really good though. I need I need to get on that. It's just like a it's like Game of Thrones though, where it's like you have to really focus all of your attention on it because it's like you need to notice every little thing, kind mm. of, which is great, but also like takes a lot of energy. Yeah, I think that like in kind of concluding everything because we're almost out of time from what we've talked about is like you have to pay attention to everything that's going on because everything's changing. When you look at stories, you need to know what's going to go on and. That's just, I guess, the moral of this podcast. Always pay attention to what's going on around you. Always pay attention. Always pay attention to what's going on around you. Um, so I think we reached. Well, to, oh wait, before we end, our Andrew has a set this weekend. Uh, yes, I'm excited. Do you want to say your your thoughts before, and then obviously we'll debrief next week. Oh yeah, so I'm really excited to work with my crew, definitely, um, because I love them all. They've been great. I'm on the crew. Yeah, Sally's <laughs> on the crew. So I probably, um, my brother's coming in town too to help out. So I'm really excited about that. I am curious to see how it's all going to come out at the end because there's a lot of bits and pieces that still need to go by. Um, we're going to buy a lot of donuts. My production designer, Mira, who you've all heard of, maybe. Mm, um, she's bae. She's been buying a lot of donuts and all of that. So it's going to have a lot of different parts come together. And so... I'm excited to see where it goes. A little nervous, but you should always be nervous in a good way. Yeah. Because you are making something fun and you obviously want it to come out in a good way. I treat this as a fun exercise, so I'm going to go with that mindset. I have my cast. I have my crew. I have some crafty. I'll probably freak out a little tomorrow, but have a good time It's going to be so fun. It's going to be very it's fun. It's going to be fun. I, I, really, I really like what I wrote because I probably came up with this less than a month ago and I really like the story and we can talk more about it next week but yeah. it has, it, just to get your initial thoughts on it it has a lot of deep, deeper it has like good deep meaning i think at the end if you if you play it off the right way and so i'm excited yeah good yeah it'll be good yeah i'm I, excited too I, I, we'll see what happens yeah 24 hours from now we'll be in the thick of filming yeah. Yay. 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 We're, I'm, don't get me wrong. I'm really excited. I'm really no, excited. it'll be good once we start. Like once That's we... that's what I was telling people today. I was like, I'm always nervous until I call action for the first yes, time. Yes, that's how I always feel about and everything. And then you feel okay to move forward and feel good. Because then you're in your role and everyone knows what they're doing. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so I guess we're going to have to call it off. Okay. And Wow, we had a long debate i know we did which was good we didn't even plan on talking about no that. we did not plan it There's we definitely of... we definitely need to have tiffany on this though because she has like a lot of great insight into like yeah we'll she's get, great about that we'll get stuff. some more guests on soon yeah. um as we kind of wrap up with the semester and all of that yeah uh so you can follow me on social media in van houston 15 at andrew van houston on tiktok that's all I think what I about, have. What's your Twitter? Is your Twitter the same? Avian Houston15. Okay, okay, okay. I, I follow me on Letterboxd too. I, I review on Parasite. Again, I try not to spoil much, but I did talk about like vaguely what I liked about it. Uh, yeah, go ahead, Sally Dart. Um, I'm Sally Dart Griffin on Instagram, Sally Dart Griffin Art on Instagram, Sally Dart Griffin on TikTok, which is, you know, my main choice of social media. I reached 40K today. Which is really exciting. Yeah. Um, and I was telling someone today, I was like, Sally Dara has so many followers on TikTok. Yeah, I need to get to 100K and then I feel like it'll feel real. Or else the LA baddies will bully her. Or they'll bully me. 
Um, oh. And I'm Sally Dar on Twitter, but I'm considering changing it to Sally Dar Griffin, but I don't know. I think it's been seven days since you've considered it. Yeah, because I was you Sally. It last week I too. was Sally Dar Griffin, and I changed it to Sally Dar, but then everything else is Sally Dar Griffin. So let I don't me know. let me know. Come slide into my DMs at Avianhuser15 and tell me what Sally Dar should change her yeah. name to. Yeah. Okay, you guys have a great week as always. We love you. We oh, love also, you. wait before we leave, there was someone that commented on one of my TikToks and said that they enjoyed the last episode of Club C Forty Seven, which was an oh. amazing comment to receive. Hello, yeah. thank you. Um, so thank you for listening. Okay, and, boomer. <laughs> yeah. So if you're coming from TikTok, then that's really cool that you're actually coming from TikTok to listen to us. Um, All right. Yeah. Nice. You guys enjoy your week, and we will talk to you soon.